Welcome to your personal branding 101 podcast with your host, Professor Nez. Helping you to discover your purpose, communicate your message so you can impact your audience. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another coaching call with yours truly, personal branding coach, Professor Nez, online business owner, actual business communications professor, speaker, author. I'm so excited to share with you today this coaching call that we're actually about to do right now live. And so a lot of the times I'll do editing and I'll do the intro later, but I'm doing everything in real time just to kind of, I think it blends a more authenticness to the conversation. And this is uh, an awesome, awesome uh, uh, student of mine who uh, her name is Miriam Iditali, and she is an amazing entrepreneur. She was awarded by Ernst and Young's uh, uh, she was awarded as one of the youngest uh, entrepreneurs of the year, uh, doing amazing stuff. She's a podcast host of the Quit Horsing Around podcast. She was a student of mine back at the Mahalo College of Business and Economics, and I'm going to bring her in right now. But before I do, just make sure that you hit that smash that like button, share this out, because if you want to learn how to rebrand yourself, how to build and grow your personal brand, maybe pivot into something new or already grow a brand that uh, potentially exists right now, you're going to want to come back and check this out. It's Nez Nation Live, y'all. Okay, I'm going to bring her in right now. Let's go ahead and have Miriam pop into the stream. Hey, Miriam, how are you? Hey, great. How are you? I'm so fantastic. I'm so excited to uh, talk to you today, and uh, it's just a, a real pleasure. I, I really, really uh, want to help as much as I can, and I and I thank you for being here on our show. So without further ado, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Um, obviously, my intro probably didn't do the most justice, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and then how I can help you today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on and uh, just providing your expertise and everything. Um, but a brief, brief intro about me. Um, I've, <laughs> I've always been involved in entrepreneurship. When I was 13 years old, I started competing in startup competitions and pitch competitions, discovered my passion for business and just kind of ran with it, honestly. Um, and when I was 16 years old, I graduated high school early. I was homeschooled because I was a competitive figure skater. Um, I worked my way up to nationals and the world recreational championships. And then after I won my title, I quit the sport because I fell in love with horses. Um, and I kind of started a business that merged my two biggest passions together, which is entrepreneurship and horseback riding. And I founded um, an e-commerce company called Flora Cheval. It's a French name that translates to the flower horse, where I sell floral accessories that clip into the horse's mane and tail. And that eventually took off. Um, I began selling all over the world within the first two months. I recruited over 50 brand ambassadors and then Ernst and Young heard about, thank you, Ernst and Young heard about what I was doing and they kind of saw the impact that I had on the equestrian community and then involving other young entrepreneurs into my business. And then they awarded me their Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award um, in 2017. So I'm very, very humbled and blessed to, to say that I was the youngest and only female awarded that year. Um, so that was, that was a big, uh, you know, stepping point in my career. And then moving forward, um, that's when I launched like my speaking 
um, career and I traveled all over the world internationally to like Vienna and um, Mexico wow. and New York. And, and all, all at the right age and, of how old are you again, uh, Miriam? At the time, I was 17 years old. Wow. God, <laughs> now I'm so, 20. Now you know I'm what? 20. Really quickly, I want, to keep, I want to keep hearing from you, but really quickly, I just want to say this. This is something that I've been telling my students, you know, and you know, I know you've heard this before and you've seen a lot of my content and thank you for that. I know you've checked out former podcasts. This is the greatest time to do this. I mean, if I didn't have kids, I say this all the time, Miriam. If I didn't have kids, if I didn't have a wife, if I didn't have, you know, a mortgage to pay and I didn't have all these obligations, like I would be doing this 24-9. I mean, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. There's no excuse now. There's zero barrier to entry now for you to not be able to build your own kind of, you know, landmark and stake your claim uh, as somebody who has something to say and how to help people and really just be successful. There's so much... Not only is there so much opportunity, but there's opportunity to have the freedom of doing your own thing right now. And this is this is something I'm so proud. I mean, I just I'm sorry I had to interject there because I'm just so proud no, of you, okay. and I think that's that's well, just phenomenal. Uh, when I hear 25 year olds or 26 year olds or even 19, 20 year olds say like, "Oh, you know, Nez, I, I can't, uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's too hard, or I can't do this, or I don't know how to do that," I just I mean, I'm going to, from now on, I'm going to point to you. I'm going to say, look at Miriam. Miriam was doing, doing it at 17. And now look, you've built this amazing kind of uh, established brand. You've already been recognized by very, very powerful authorities and entities. I'm so proud of you, Miriam, right. really. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. And since since the whole, um, even before my me starting my business, uh, back when I was a skater, um, and competing every day and just like, you know, being so involved in the sport. I was like, I learned so many life values through being an athlete. One of the biggest ones was being disciplined because I had to wake up at 3.45 a.m. every single morning, even on Christmas to train. And then that was like a three hour cycle. And then I only got 20 minutes of an off ice break study within those 20 minutes and then get back on the ice. And it just taught me an insane amount of discipline. You got to put in the work. And I was like, you, you know, have to put in the work. Yeah. 100%. And I was like, you know, I wish that I am able to eventually share what I learned on a greater level. And I was supposed to start my podcast after I graduate from Mahalo, which is this December. So I was going to start in January of next year. And I actually told you that in the DM. I was like, I was like, I'm going to start this podcast next year. And then I was like, you know what, we're in quarantine. There's no better Perfect time man. than to put your message out there and spread your voice than now. And got got my microphone set up my little thing over there and i'm actually starting to record in my closet now because i found i'm still learning the whole sound voice inflection thing it's better in my closet so and you're gonna <laughs> so get better at that the whole, don't don't if i would my first piece of advice and we haven't even gotten to what you really want me to help you with today which we're going to get into that in a second but my first kind of preface to anything is and I know you've seen this in previous or listened to this in previous podcasts or seen it in previous coaching calls. Um, you're going to get better and better at that. That's not something to worry. The, the technical and the kind of techniques and delivery and all that you can't learn that out of a book. You're not going to learn that from watching or going to Professor Nez's courses or what have you. You're, you'll get kind of strategies, but but really the learning is in the execution. And it's trial by error. It's a lot of stumbling. It's a lot of fumbling. It's a lot of tripping, but you're going to get there. That's not something to worry about. So, I mean, number one, I just want to say kudos for 
for such a, uh, I mean, I'm so enamored and, and, and so impressed. Kudos for putting in the time, Miriam, and putting in the work and building something. And I just see the sky's the limit for you. What, what can I do for you today? What kind of questions do you have? What kind of, um, you know, challenges are you facing that you think I can help you with, or I'd love to help? Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Well, we'll start off with, since I kind of already have an established brand, um, because I am a speaker and people kind of know me, at least in the Orange County tech coast, as you know, EY's young entrepreneur, um, th that's kind of what I'm labeled as and that's what I'm known for. But now I have my quit horsing around podcast where I'm trying to build up a brand from there based off. So I have my brand, which is right here. This is, you know, my EY speaking brand. And I basically want to, you know, create the QHA podcast as its own brand that's also tied to me. So I've started, you know, the Instagram account for the podcast. And then I have my regular personal account um, that's, you know, public. And, you know, I post lots of entrepreneurship stuff and like personal stuff there. I don't know what the best strategy is in order to leverage and monetize my podcast, whether to post strictly through the podcast account, like, tidbits and quotes and all that kind of stuff or whether to do it through my personal account because my personal instagram account already has my target demographic which are the listeners for the podcast which is the youth ages 18 to 24 years old men and women primarily female so i don't know right now what i'm doing is i'm posting audio tidbits and quotes through the podcast account to mm -hmm. get foot traffic through there and then reposting it onto my account, but not in an overwhelming manner. So I don't know. I don't know whether that's the right way to go about it, or if I should just drop the podcast one and just stick to my personal one. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm still in the beginning. I launched the podcast this week. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. And by the way, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank now, I, this is something that this is a question that I get a lot. It's a great question. And the quick answer is, you can do both if you want to. You can have your business podcast and your personal brand. Um, and obviously it's going to be impossible to, it's going to be impossible to strip your business from your personal because that's your life. Like that's what you want. I mean, that's a part of like my business, Professor Nez Consulting Agency. I mean, that's just, that's, that's me. My brand is personal, uh, Professor Nez, uh, but I do have a business Facebook page. I do have a, a business LinkedIn page, a company LinkedIn page, although it's not really, I mean, company LinkedIn pages are kind of worthless right now. Um, you know, I, the quick answer is you can do both um, to, to maybe save some time or maybe to have a little bit more malleability and flexibility. I always say, go with your personal brand. And then that way your, your business is going to be integrated into that quite naturally. Your podcast is going to get integrated into that quite naturally um, because, because it's just going to allow you more flexibility because you're very young. Miriam, you said you started when you were 17. How old are you right now? 20, just turned 20. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. You have no I idea feel, like I how jealous I am of you. Here. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, please don't. So, <laughs> So, so, you know, oh my God, that's so amazing. You're going to, one of the things when you're starting to really create your own kind of online empire, as I call it, or your online business and your personal brand is you're going to go through tons of different iterations because you as a human being are going to evolve and change. So if you start a business brand, which is, you know, quit horsing around podcast.com or quit horsing around.co or whatever, 
let's say things change. I mean, when I, for crying out loud, I'm, I'm, I'm 20 years older than you. And I feel like I'm changing all the time, but by having the personal brand, Professor Nez, it's kind of acts as an umbrella to where I can do commerce. I can do podcasting. I can right. do uh, uh, services, coaching, consulting. I can do workshops, speaking gigs. I can write books and everything's under that umbrella of Professor Nez. So I don't have to change my URL. I don't have to change my branding. It's just, there's more flexibility with going all in on a personal brand. Um, and so, and so here's the quick answer is you can do both. The, the sort of 1.5 answer or the next answer up is I think focusing more on your personal brand allows you more flexibility. So for example, mariamdiatali.com, hopefully you've bought that domain name. Correct? I have it. Yeah. That's where. Okay. That's the first step. Uh, it just allows you more flexibility. You don't, you don't feel pigeonholed or finite or confined to just one thing because when you have a business brand only, it's one dimensional, right? Like you can't go from, you know, the, the best plumber.com to, to speaker coach author uh, at the same URL. You have to change it. Like nobody's good. Like right. the best plumber.com. Why am I looking at self-help books right now on this website? It makes no sense. Right. So there needs to be consistency or your audience will get confused. And when your audience gets confused, there's so many other options out there, right? They just rather go, okay, next. Right. So, so, so that's the 1.5 answer. Now the, the real deep question, and this is where I think I'm going to offer probably the most help, uh, Miriam is what is it that you're hoping to achieve? Like what is your ultimate desire, your ultimate objective? And then what, what I like to always do, and you've heard me say this before is go backwards, reverse engineer and figure out how to get there. So what is it that like, and this can change, obviously you're 20, uh, and that's another thing too. Don't be afraid to change your mind because um, so many people say, you know, focus on one thing. Don't spread yourself too thin. Always focus on one thing. Focus on one thing. Well, what if I have multiple facets? I mean, I'm a human being. I've got a lot of different things that I can do. I can talk night and day about video marketing. I can talk night and day about uh, communications and writing a book. I can talk night and day about branding your message. I can talk night and day about live streaming. So, or podcasting. So, so like, don't, don't fall into that. You only should be doing one thing. Now to caveat that it's definitely easier to start when you start initially to start with something narrow, Miriam, but, but I, 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 this is another reason why I feel like having a personal brand allows you that flexibility. Um, but, but if you're feeling like, well, I've got so many other interests, I've got, you know, so many different things that I like to do. And obviously you don't want a hundred things, but let's say it's two, three, four, don't be afraid to go, you know, more focused and more deeper into all of those different branches. And cause you're going to hear a lot of back, uh, you know, backlash, like, oh, you should only focus on one thing. I don't believe in that. I believe that you should be able to do, have the freedom to do what Diversify you want. Diversify your assets. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and also it's a great thing to kind of diversify. It's a great thing to kind of diversify your portfolio of of uh, skills and facets anyway, just on a just on a on a kind of on a kind of larger picture level. Does that make sense? But here's the main question. The main question is what does Miriam want? Like what would be the ideal outcome for building this podcast brand right now? So the main thing that's driving me right now and has always driven me is 
it kind of goes back to when I was younger, when I was 13, when I first discovered entrepreneurship, immediate mm-hmm. gut reaction was, I wish there was a way where I can help the youth that are my age who are not under, maybe underprivileged, but don't know about the resources to tap into that and discover their potential and empower them to embark on their dreams, goals and ambitions at a young age. And so what I'm, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it is to get the youth to understand that they don't, A, they don't need to always rely on a degree. I believe knowledge is power at the end of the day. The day that is why I'm still getting my bachelor's degree because you never know. Well, also, your parents I'm, probably I'm, will kill you if you don't get a degree. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, it, that too. And also because are your parents support really quickly? And I, I'm sorry to inter, inter, interject, but are your no, parents um, supporting you in your entrepreneurial endeavors? Are they are they like oh, most immigrant 100%. parents, like my parents? Are they like, well, you can do that, but make sure that you make sure you get your degree first? Are they like that at all? <laughs> uh, okay. A hundred percent supportive in everything in everything that I do when it comes to entrepreneurship. My mom and my dad have uh, have been by my side the whole time when it came to me starting this podcast, me starting Flourish of All, doing everything. They also stress the my mother and my father stress the importance of getting a de- getting a degree. A because that just is just our culture. Um, you of know, course. you always That's need I said to. It. I, 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 I respect that. I get it. Um, sometimes when I, when I, <laughs> no offense, when I was taking the business communication course that you taught, I was like, where the hell am I in school learning how to write an email when I already do that on a daily basis? But I couldn't, the by day, the way, by the way, no insult taken. I couldn't agree <laughs> more. I couldn't, I, I mean, I tell my, it's so funny that you say that Miriam, because, because yeah, I mean, education is fantastic, but look, I say this all the time. I've got three degrees and I could pour lighter fluid on all of them and light those pieces of paper up because they don't mean anything <laughs> compared to my right. real world experience. I mean, honestly, yes. I, no offense taken. As a matter of fact, if you didn't say that, I'd be like, there's something wrong with you. I I fought with the, with the program. I mean, you know me, Miriam, being, having an entrepreneurial mind, I, I fought mm-hmm. with them day and night. Like, why are we teaching them this? This makes zero sense. Like what we should be like this right here, what we're doing right now, what we're talking about. This is a degree. Hello. Don't you think? Yes, I agree. Like I, agree. I think and everybody you know in the business communications, you know, uh, uh, major in the business communications department, including, and probably more specifically all the professors and deans should be watching this right now because this is happening in real time and it's real world. And this is where everything is headed. It's all headed to the online space. We need more of you. Seriously. Well, honestly. That's, well, that's I a, was having well, my wife, my wife might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, you know what? I was having a conversation with one of my mentors like last year and I was like, I am tired of a teacher giving me a book about market analysis when I can go out and show you how to build a business and give you a product that I made myself. Good for you. That is real entrepreneurship. And he was like, you know what? There's actually a program out there, the master's program that I'm going to do after I graduate in innovation entrepreneurship where it's 60% real world, real world experience where your project is, okay, you want to become an accountant, go take a ledger, you know, shadow a CPA, give it back to me. That's your final. That's what I want to do. 40% classroom, 60% practical life. Just, and so the fact, that's, that's just, kind of- just the fact that you know that, Miriam, just the fact that you're aware of that makes me so unbelievably proud of you. Um, <laughs> because you. that's that's literally everything. Like, like, like just the fact that you're aware. It's like you're doing everything right. Like you know that, like, you 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 your degree is 
probably and and maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too too kind of um you know kind of too aggressive on this but what I'm saying is I know that you know your degree is important but it's probably more important to your parents because I come from the same immigrant parents right uh mm-hmm. and so and so I know how important that is to them but but you also yeah. have the wherewithal you also have the intelligence to know that on a pragmatic side, most of the stuff that we learn in school is antiquated. I'm not, you know all what I'm, say? I'm not saying all of it, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying most of it, by the time that you walk off the commencement stage, it's antiquated knowledge. I will say one thing. Um, I am trying to be the person to represent my demographic, you know, um, of teens, tweens, young adults saying, okay, look, you're in school. Don't let that limit you. Start your business while you're in school. I did it. You can too. I started it when I was 16 years old, made it a global business, got an award off of it. Award is great. But at the end of the day, it's the knowledge that I gained and the insight that I gained. That's what I'm trying to share with them. Love and it. I am, I, I, I'm taking a fast, the fast paced bachelor's program right now. So doubling up on two, eight week courses at a faster pace than normal, but I only spend I, here's how I look at it. I'm going to get the piece of paper at the end of the day, no matter what. I like how you but put that. But what I want, what I, yeah, what I, am I going to spend all day freaking out about the Pythagorean theorem or, or am no. I going to film a segment <laughs> on my podcast? God, no. <laughs> no, listen to this. I listen to my teacher's lectures while I'm doing my show notes for the podcast. Of course. There's two, two, two birds, one stone. You don't need to spend all day in school embark on your life's ambitions do it and you can get school done simultaneously get more knowledge get the degree too. take advantage of the resources i'm glad i went to mihalo because i met you you are a you are a connection that process that i prospered and i manifested out of this and so, of course of course and so i believe school isn't isn't only there for the education it's there for the resources and the situational knowledge and the relationship capital that you get out of it. That's what I'm trying to share with my audience. Um, and luckily I've had the honor of going internationally now and working with, you know, the junior achievement, which is a global um, education program and giving keynotes to um, young kids about this. And one person in Austria, when I gave a speech, she came up to me after I got off stage and she was crying because she said she needed to hear this and that I was the one kind of to push her to start her, idea to help save children from orphanages. And I'm like, if I can do that with one person, I sure as hell can do it with many other people. So that's yes. why I decided to start. Especially podcast. now that's that everybody's home and consumption of mm-hmm. online media, consumption of streaming has gone up like 6,000%. Exactly. Exactly. So here's my I best advice. Right- Honestly, Miriam, this is, this is my best advice. Um, and I think that you might not even like it, but I, I think it's the best advice. Um, I actually question and just hear me out. I question you even trying to monetize this stuff right now. You're only 20 years old. My biggest thing is, is build the audience, build the impact. You can see by the message up there, purpose, message, impact, build the splash. And then you don't have to, I mean, you could easily monetize your podcast by going after, you know, uh, you have to go after it. If you want to, if you want to sponsor your Uh podcast, without having the kind of leverage of, you know, I have a million downloads a month or I have this large audience because you have to have something that you can leverage if you want to monetize your podcast. Right. Um, there's quick ways, like I'll leave links in the description. You can go to anchor and they'll do kind of, but it's like pennies. That's what I'm using. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I use Anchor, and I've earned some money. It's awesome, and I and I and I I'm but I'm honestly for me, Miriam, having been doing this for five years, I only have like a certain amount of subscribers on YouTube, or you see my Instagram, it's like fifteen hundred as of this recording, not a lot. But guess what? I've built two multiple six figure businesses on my my personal brand and my online presence alone. Now, how did I do that? Right by exactly what I'm going to tell you. By exactly what I'm going to tell you. I did that by not selling a thing to my audience. I did that by not trying to monetize anything, but just by providing unparalleled, unfettered, frictionless value. This is the, I mean, honestly, this is the thing that I think you should be thinking about, like literally right now. I think what you should be thinking about is not monetizing your audience at all. Just providing the best quality podcast, the best quality content that you can build the audience up, build the following up, and then watch the money will come to you. That's, that's the exact thing that I've been running on when I started this. That's that's branding. um, That's branding. Branding is not selling. I mean, branding is not selling. mm -hmm. Branding is here I am here to help you. It's all about it's all about the audience. It's not about you. Here I am to I mean actually everything, every business, anything is all about providing an unparalleled experience for your ICA, your ideal customer avatar or your ideal audience. Mm-hmm. How you do that is you literally do a, an autopsy on your audience, find out and and how do I well Nez, I'm just starting out. If you're just starting out which you are, but you've already kind of built a, a leverage here. The best thing I would say is the 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 leverage is in the 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 eyeballs and earballs. It's in the attention. That's the leverage. Mm-hmm. The leverage is I've got this insane audience. Like you see Joe Rogan, and this is an extreme example. Obviously, he's like the number one podcaster mm-hmm. out there right now. He's got this guy's making forty million a year just on his podcast. Um, th- Joe Rogan has no intention of like literally when, especially when he first started out. When he's when he's doing his podcast, there's never ever a feeling that he's selling you anything. I mean, yeah, he does his his intro like sponsors. You know, he does his little ten minutes, six minute intro, but that's after the fact that he's built this huge million, 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 millions of audience members that listen to his podcast right. and download his podcast every 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 month. But when he's having his conversation, when he's when he's engaging in his content, there's zero monetization vibe there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with, don't, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with monetizing. I have monetized platforms. I, I get paid by Google every single month for my YouTube channel and Uh other products, but guess what? I, I do that by really making sure that I always, always, always come across and it's just me being real, come across as someone who's here to help first and sell at the very, very back end. I'm here to help first. I'm here to provide information. I'm here to impact lives first. That has to be your first intention. And then the sell, the sort of, here's the cool thing. And you hear a lot of people talk about this. By building that brand awareness, by just building high quality uh, and for you, and I think definitely with your amazing youth and, and your good looks, Miriam, you should do video too. Honestly. I mean, I'm married, so don't, don't take that That's the wrong a, way. Yeah. I mean, I'm just no. saying just from a branding coaching perspective, like you have an amazing photogenic appearance and your energy is real. 
you should be doing video too. Uh, podcasting is awesome. I think the power of Alexa, the power of Google, the power of Apple uh, Pod and all these voice technologies, especially Amazon Alexa, there's no doubt that podcasting is is what video was to, you know, the internet. Now podcasting is definitely the the biggest leap into the future of content creation. Even though video is right. still probably the strongest right now, but in the next 7 to 8 years, podcasting and sort of voice content or audio content, I think is going to usurp video eventually because it's just easier. Okay. It's more convenient and you can do multiple things. I can ride the treadmill. I can take my kids in the car and listen where with video, you can't do those two things at the same time. Right. You mm -hmm. have to watch. That's true. And so there's, there's a definite advantage, but I definitely think you should be doing video, especially right now. But here's the thing again, going back to the holistic, big picture, the macro big picture, you shouldn't be monetizing right now. That's my best advice. I think you should focus on making the most amazing show, the most amazing podcast, the most amazing video content, and the money will come. The money will come. Yeah. You're only 20 years old. You don't have a family. You don't have kids. You don't. Do you please? No, <laughs> you'd be surprised. God, no. You'd be surprised. Sometimes I sometimes I <laughs> no. talk to my students and I'm like, "You what? You're married? You're only 23." <laughs> but, but you know, and no. I didn't want to be presumptuous. But but here's what I would say, Miriam. Don't if you're not if you're not well, even if you were desperate for money, it's this is the wrong way to get money fast. It just is. No, it's and I know that. you're not. I've never I've I've never been that way. I mean, you know what? When I travel internationally, I do it because I want to, I don't even ask, I, I don't even ask for, for at least that company. I never asked for a speaking fee. I wanted to just get up there and give the youth what they needed to hear to help them. And, you know, that's all, that's all, you know, I've always, it's, it's something that my dad has always done. Um, and that's what I grew up around. He, he's always been a public speaker and he's always been very involved with the community. So Value first. Come from a place of sincerity when you're speaking. That's something that I really in incorporate. I never script anything. And a lot of my like managers for conferences, they're like, hey, do you think you can send us your speaking points? And I'm like, oh, sucks for you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go from the heart on this one. And they, they're like, well, do you at least have something planned? And I'm like, I mean, I have my main points, but no, I don't script anything because I believe I need to feed off of the energy of the audience assess that, trust my intuition, and then speak from that. That's how I've always, that's how I always do it. Even on my podcast, literally right before this call, I just recorded a segment for my second episode. I mean, and I, mean, I just you're speaking went my off language. Of, I mean, I mean, Miriam, you're speaking yeah. my language. I always, I always get a little bit perturbed when, you know, and I, I've spoken at, you know, several conferences here and there, and I'm always a little bit perturbed when I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, I never plan, you know, like this is verbatim. This is what I'm going to do. And the fact that you, especially if you listen to my podcasts and if you listen to my shows, they're all just, this oh, is yeah, like, like those of you listening and watching right now, this is exactly what you get. This is me and Miriam literally having our first real conversation right. <laughs> in real time and see how natural right. it is, see how easy it is, see how comfortable it is. We're totally comfortable with each other. Even though you were a student of mine, we never actually met because it was an online course. And believe me, I know that online course had a lot of problems. We won't get into that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's that's that. Honestly, Miriam, that that is my that is my ultimate advice. And here's another thing that you have to know, which you might not like. And I'm not saying you didn't like the previous uh, advice, but here's another thing that you you want to know that you you might not like. It's going to take time. 
Oh, it just I is. Know. Anytime I you know. want to build, especially if you want to build an online business, what most people don't understand is that it takes a gob, a gob amount of time. Yeah. It just does. I understand. And so I've been building my brand for on LinkedIn, especially since 2006. I've been building my presence even way back in the, before you were born in the MySpace days. I had a blog that I did on MySpace. I um, did music. I, I helped promote other musicians, brand other musicians. And so I was funny too. I just realized that MySpace, I was doing some research on one of the co-founders uh, for a project that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I just realized I went to MySpace.com. I can't believe that MySpace yeah. is still around. I'm shocked. I know. Isn't like, do you? Insane? I mean, you don't remember MySpace, do you? My dad had an account like when I was like, <laughs> really young. That says it and all. I you know, enough said. You don't have to say another thing. <laughs> My dad had an and account. I just, I know, Boy, that just, just, that like, just says oh. it right there. <laughs> I got Facebook when I was eight to play Farmville. To play oh, Farmville it. on Facebook, <laughs> and then now you know I have you know just like you said, it takes time, and I definitely through through starting my e-commerce business, I definitely learned that nothing happens overnight; it all accumulates, and I've definitely learned that planting the seed through meditation, affirmations, and then acting upon it has definitely <sighs> helped me to where I am, and then and then having a strong foundation in faith too. But so I know much, that it's so going to mature for 20. I mean, you sound like a 40 year old. You're so, how did you oh, get God. so much? I mean, that is the strongest compliment, by the way. Thank you. Like, I, Thank meditation you. and reflection and understanding concepts and not having to plan everything. These are things that most 39 year olds need help with. You know what? You were meant to do this. Miriam, and... look at me right now. I want you Thank to look you. at me. I want you to look at me right okay, now. Okay. You, Miriam, you. <laughs> I know it's a little bit weird. Miriam, I'm telling you, look at me, look at me. <laughs> I want you to understand this. This is your calling. This is your calling. Build a personal brand. Don't worry about the business brand. You're going to have the dot coms and you're going to, here's another thing too. You're going to evolve so fast and change your, your kind of uh, platform and change your advocacy and change your message and branding so many times that if you just stick to, to that umbrella, that personal brand, you won't have to worry about, well, crap, I'm already doing, you know, horses.com. Now I have to do, you know, whatever. Uh, so, so I would stick to the personal brand. I would try to be as consistent as I can creating content that is going to stink. It's going to stink initially. And when mm -hmm. I say stink, that's relatively speaking. I mean, if you look at my first 50, 60 broadcasts back in 2015. Oh, I watched them on YouTube. I watched your YouTube channel like at the very beginning. I've definitely seen oh my the God. in the thumbnails, on the thumbnails too. Terrible. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? It's just not <laughs> awful. And so, and so if you understand that if this is about setting the right expectations, if you set the right expectations, and you understand that like, look, this is a large learning curve and I'm going to get better. And you fight through this dude right here and you're consistent and you do nothing but try to get better and better and better as a content creator. Watch what happens. This, this, you're going to get mm -hmm. so many opportunities. You're going to get so, I mean, I've gotten five figure speaking gigs just from building my brand. People think this is a joke. That's People amazing. think this is only for no. 19 and 25 year olds. No, it's not. I'm I'm coaching 60-year-olds who are now building amazing online empires, getting speaking yeah. ads, building out digital products, building podcasts and live stream shows, monetizing this and that much later. 
But I'm telling you right now, uh, Miriam, for you, for you specifically, those three things, if you just understand how you have to first have the right expectations. Number two, don't even think about monetizing right now. It's way too early. And then number three, just be consistent. Marry, marry these two things. Marry consistency with quality. Don't sacrifice consistency. Don't, Don't sacrifice quality for consistency because that is one of the biggest mistakes. You talked, you asked me at the top of the hour some mistakes that you made. The biggest mistake I ever made was sacrificing quality for consistency. Like don't just create for the okay. sense of needing it because it's like, well, Nez told me to be consistent. No, consistency is relative. And some people like me right. do two, three times a, a week, create content, audio and video. Some people do once a month and once a two, every two months, as long as you don't sacrifice quality for consistency. Yeah, 100%. 100%. No, I totally agree you, with uh, that. Kind of wanted to ask me or anything else that you wanted help with? Um, well, you kind of touched on everything. I mean, I've kind of been, you know, doing for the most part what you've been saying, but I think the most value was don't focus on monetizing right now, focus on the value, focus, keep focusing on that. Um, so I'll continue doing that. But um, I'm curious to know, I know you're uh, an executive career coach for LinkedIn. Yes. Yes. Um, So I'm curious to know, one of my... (laughs) It's kind of it's kind of funny. I, I've gotten two pieces of advice from you. Don't monetize. Focus on value. I had the opportunity to um, be personally mentored by Gary Vaynerchuk and Dave Meltzer. I actually worked with them in New York and was mentored by them for really quite quite a good amount of time. Um, did and you do so the Did you I, do the four Ds thing? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny. Dave Meltzer spoke at a a, a conference that I was at, it was the Get Started OC pitch competition, watched him on stage. It's funny, I said, I, in my head, I was like, I really wanna meet this guy and share a stage with him one day and do a keynote. Fast forward two weeks later, I DM'd him on a whim on Instagram. I said that I wanted to meet him. He said that he heard about me through the news because of the EY award and that he wanted to personally mentor me. Through him, through the nine month mentorship, we flew out to New York. He got me mentored by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and that was kind of just structured around me. It wasn't really the the program that he sells. Um, it was kind of structured around me and like what I'm doing. Wow. And Gary awesome. told me it was an amazing experience. It was an amazing experience. Phenomenal really experience. Imagine. I got to I got to see life behind the camera, life in front of the camera. And kind of as a young person where there's not a lot of programs written in my head yet able to see the transparency between both. And now I know where I stand and where I need to be so that I can provide the realest, litest value, honestly, is the way to say it. Um, but, you know, Gary Gary told me, he was like, you know, focus on making money, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of where I was going for like a good year. And then, um, and wait, then wait, wait. I was you, so- He told you to focus on making money? Mm-hmm. Interesting. He why do you think he? he uh, why do you focus. think he said that? And how do you feel about that? At, at first, I was blinded with the whole celebrity CEO thing, and I was like, "Okay, what he's saying must be true." So, I, so I was like, "Okay, let me just focus on um, focus on the whole influencer world and like trying to monetize first, and then take care of the rest." But then that didn't go too well because I got super in my head 
and mentally just destructive. And then I kind of snapped out of that. And then I was like, no, you know what? I'm just, it's totally not in alignment with my values. Some of the advice that I was given um, because my parents have always raised me to come from a place of sincerity. And then just like you said, the money will come later. And, you know, I'm still living, I'm 20. I'm still living with my parents. It's like, you're like, you're not even, you're not even like a baby. You're like pre baby. You're like a, you're like a zygote. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I say that I and I, honestly, honestly, Miriam, I say that with obviously 1 billion percent utmost respect. What I'm saying is I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. Like, like I am so astronomically jealous of you. It's not even funny. Why? Because if I had the energy, the time, and if I was born in this this, this climate, being a young person in this climate, in this landscape, in this atmosphere, I mean, I would be literally creating 10 pieces of content a day. And and and, and again, what I'm doing. <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm transcribing my that's podcast fantastic. to turn it into a book. So and, and you know, look, and look, look hear me out. Hear me out. You don't have to. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you have to do this. But what I'm saying is, is that because again, I don't want you to burn out, but what I'm saying is you have so much opportunity. You have so much time. You have so much, uh, um, you know, like you have all of the room to build this thing for real that like, like, Mm -hmm. like when it, like, you're not, you don't have a mortgage to pay right now. You don't have kids to Mm -hmm. feed. You're not desperate for cash. And I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of respect for, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. I've obviously, he's been a, He's been a fantastic, uh, uh, you know, business owner and and digital kind of marketer for a long time, and he's been uh, he's inspiring, right? Um, it's funny enough. A lot of people have said that I remind him, remind him, remind people of him, which I don't I don't really see the comparison at all. But but no, you're nothing like him. I'll say, I'll say that. <laughs> good. good because I want to yeah, be like me. Not. That's what I want to be. I want to be like me first. Hey, you you do you boo. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Like, so, so, so like, like, obviously I have respect for him, but, but like, I would vehemently disagree with focusing on the money right now. Okay. Now, now if you'd been doing this for 10 years and you've been building up your brand and building up your audience and you're not monetizing, then I'd say, Hey man, it's time to probably start thinking about that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, mm-hmm. I, honestly, even saying that feels icky because, because not icky, but just, it feels wrong because when you when you have something that is attractive to the world and when i say the world you don't have to have millions of followers or subscribers all you need is a very very tightly targeted specific set of individuals that uh engage with your material and want to do business with you you don't need a lot again like i said if you look at all my platforms even my email list i'm not in the millions not even close but yet I've been able to build multiple six-figure brands. Now right. I do have over mm-hmm. 20,000 followers on LinkedIn and technically I'm a LinkedIn influencer, even though I'm not crazy about that term. Oh, I hate that word. I hate the word. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'd but you know what? I will say this. Impactor, honestly. You know what? I'm not a fan of the word either, but I will say this. It does carry a lot of authority with your customers and clients. So people who are not in this space, just really quickly, people who are not mm-hmm. in this space, the word influencer does carry weight, but people like you and me, I hate the word, mm-hmm. hate it. but I am I technically like because I've been building my brand on LinkedIn for a long time and I, all my followers, right. real totally people. Respect that. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm happy with that and I'm not bragging. What I'm saying is 
yeah, I think it's okay to monetize after you've built this real kind of emblematic message and you've, you've transformed lives and you've actually helped. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with monetizing, but, and again, I'll do respect to, 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 to Gary. I, I just feel like right now your number one impetus and your number one, um, you know, step moving forward should be to focus on Miriam, focus on you, focus on mm -hmm. what is it that you can provide to people that is a not going to cause you to burn out and be a special unique skill that can actually help people that differentiates you. Yep. That's, and, and just, that's exactly and then do that, do that as consistently as possible. Again, not sacrificing, you know, not sacrificing, uh, uh, your, your, uh, quality for, for consistency. Right. That makes sense. Totally agree. I know you have, I know you have another conference call. To yeah, get I, do. On, but... I do, but Hey, here's what I want to say right now, before we go, this is what I want to say. Let me just, uh, take this, put this call on hold. Okay. So here's what I want to do. Um, before we go, I just want to say, you know, I, I want to kind of review three things again. Number one, sure. I don't think monetization should be in your consciousness right now. Number okay. two, I think you should focus on a personal brand instead of a business brand because the business brand is going to naturally integrate into your personal brand anyway. And then number, yeah. three, number three, create, especially now that consumption of streaming has gone up so much, consumption of online content has gone up thousands of thousands of percentages. Focus on mm -hmm. creating the highest quality content that serves your audience without sacrificing, you know, consistently without sacrificing that quality, those three things, those three things. And then, um, you know, just, you know, you can see in the ticket taper down below, there's a lot of videos and they're all free. I don't watch this. Here's, here's a perfect example right here, Miriam. I've been binge watching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is actually a perfect example of what I'm, uh, if I don't practice what I preach, what kind of person am I? Everything down below now, 99% of other people, and I'm not judging them, but 99% of other people would, would have an opt-in page or make them sign up with their email. Here's what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Check this out, Miriam. Here's the difference. And everybody listening and watching, this is a huge learning lesson. Down below, you'll see it says free videos, trainings, links on how to start your own online business and build your personal brand in the description below. Every single one of those links, Miriam, and this is called integrity. Mm -hmm. If you click on those links, it's going to take you right to the content. There's no firewall. There's no must sign up. Mm -hmm. There's no registration. Now, again, is there something of a, of a huge necessity for building an email list? Of course, but you do it in the right way. You be human. I love it. Because I, I know it. what's going to happen. You know what happened? I'm living proof this stuff works. I can't even tell you. I know you've seen this before and heard this before, Miriam, but I'm going to say it again, especially for you. Yeah. I can't tell okay. you, Miriam, how many times I've had somebody say, I want to pay you 25 grand to come speak to my company because I just saw your live stream or somebody shared a podcast with me, or I saw a video you did on IGTV and I'm inspired. I went and searched. This is top of the funnel. Build that awareness, build that like tr factor, that no factor. And then the trust factor, which is after they get to know you really well, then they'll transact with you. And so yeah. I, I, I am all transparent that I run businesses. I'm all transparent that I, you know, this is my main kind of profession and my main vocation. 
but I do it the right way by being human. Here I am. If you, if you like my energy, if you like what I can bring to the table, if this in any which way provides any value to you, here's how you can learn more if you want to work with me. If not, guess what, Miriam? I don't try to convince anybody. I love I'm it. Not in the, hey, Miriam, I'm That's- not in the convincing game. You know what I am? I'm in the like, if this hits you on any level, I'm happy to offer more. You know, I just got off a phone call with um, one of my mentors the other day, and I was saying how the the phrase being of service is so overused and misused. Actual being of service is saying that you're not being of service because right. you're doing it. Right. So that's, that's exactly. so good on you for doing that. Yeah, thank it. you. And you know what? And you know what, Miriam? I, I also want to throw that. I love the way you said that, by the way. I also want to throw this out there too. Like, like I'm, I'm with you. Like, honestly, I'll be watching. I'll be checking out. Um, I know a lot of Thank people you. say this, I, but but I also want to extend this too. Anytime you want to, you, you know, we've been DMing on Instagram and obviously I eat, sleep and breathe on LinkedIn, but anytime you mm-hmm. need any help or have any questions or anything like that, just hit me up and I'm happy to help. I love it. Obviously, you. obviously, I really, I you, know, you know, my time is crazy, but guess what? I might not get right back to you right away, but I will get back to you. And so, and so, you know, know that you have somebody in your corner because I meant what I said from the top of the hour, Miriam, you're like insanely awesome. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. You're actually, you've got this level of brain inside your cranium. The fact that you have this level of heart at 20 is the world needs you. The world needs you. You need to share your story. you. You need to make purpose. You need to translate your message and you need to create impact. That's what you need to do. That's, what I'm doing, that's you notice, what I'm forcing around. Miriam, in any of these, in any of this stuff, there's no money, there's no buy this, there's no sell this. No. Because it no. starts with human. It starts with human. Be a human, actually be of service. Don't just say you're going to be of service, right? And I'm not saying you, I'm saying most people. And then, yeah. and then deliver on your promise because that will build your integrity and that will build your authenticity. And then watch the sky's the limit. The money, not only I have money flying into my pockets, Miriam, flying. That's amazing. That is amazing. Miriam, I'm I'm not even kidding you. I literally like right now, just right now, I'm getting email alerts of people signing up for my coaching services. Like, honestly, I've got money, I've got money flying into my pants. Why? I would love to be mentored by you. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you right now, Miriam, you're going to make 10 times more than me. Because you started at a young age. I didn't start this whole thing, you know, until, you know, literally like in the last decade. So you've got 20 years. Balls on in my court. Yeah. hundred percent. That's, that's what I realized. And that's why I'm act. That's why I've been acting upon it since I was 17, since I got the award so that I can put it on a platform to share with people. It's not me saying, okay. Oh, I'm Brinson Young's entrepreneur of the year. Amazing. It's like, no, I'm actually trying to do something with it. Okay. So Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you're welcome. Definitely you're welcome. I want to have, I want to have you on proud of you. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. And I just Thank want you. you to know, I just want you to know I'm with you. I'm in your corner and trust me when I say, if you, if you listen to those steps and follow those steps, the sky's the limit girl. Thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. that. One you're day, welcome. one day when I'm, on, when I'm on Forbes 30 under 30, I will include you in the little section. Professor Ness. Thank you. <laughs> I always Thank my you. Class, so, of course, of that's course. called paying it forward. And also, and also, don't don't forget this too, uh, Miriam. You can always have me on your podcast if you want. If your audience is interested, that's what I just said. yes, yeah. If you're interested, I'm definitely interested. So just let me know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Hey guys, I'm so appreciative and I just want to say a huge thank you for listening to our podcast. It means so much to me. We work so hard to bring you the best topics, to bring you the best advice, the best tutorials, the best teachings, helping you to build your standout personal brand so you can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. If you're interested in joining us on the live stream chat, this would really, really mean a lot to me. I would love to see you there. I've been live streaming since 2015 on social media, started off on Periscope, and I've done over a thousand broadcasts. And I love the transition to podcasting that I made a couple of years ago. Um, I'm still a huge live video lover and nut job, as I kind of affectionately call myself, and I'd love to see you there. So the best way to do that right now, we don't have a set schedule uh, for going live, I apologize. Uh, just time, circumstances, and my business, and all my other uh, responsibilities and obligations kind of prevent that, but I try to go live as much as possible. So what I'd love for you to do is I'd love for you to go to LinkedIn and follow my LinkedIn page. Just click the follow button, go to uh, linkedin.com, uh, and then just search for Professor Nez, and you'll see me. Um, also, I would like for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we go live on YouTube a lot as well. Um, you could also follow me on Twitter at Professor Nez because we go live on Twitter Live, aka Periscope. And so I would just love to see you guys there. We have an amazing, amazing Nez Nation audience filled with podcasters, business owners, live streamers, content creators, coaches, trainers, consultants. I mean, you name it, we've got this awesome community of people coming together, bringing more humanness to this digitalness, and I would love, love to see you there. Again, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. If you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the most to me. And let me know. Also, feel free to leave comments on the live stream posts on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And let me know what kind of topics are burning in your chest. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about social media marketing. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about how to circumvent time management, anxiety, depression, being an entrepreneur. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about building a personal brand. I want to learn more about building content. Whatever it is, if it's related to mindset and messaging, hell, even if it's not related to that, if there's something you want me to talk about, something you even want to reach out to me about, feel free to please leave those comments. I'm happy to oblige. I want to serve you guys as best as I can. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you next time.